Blog Talk Radio. Pilates. Facebook Live is calling. And we are now live on Facebook Live. We are simulcasting on Blog Talk Radio. And for some of you, you're listening to your time podcast. Uh oh. You're listening to Larcher and Lawrence live at the Sports Attic. We are here in Chicago, Illinois. Showing in Chicago and around the world and listening, you're listening to us through your headphones or maybe through your phone. It could be a speaker that could be in the vehicle speaker. driving. I mean, Clark, you shouldn't uh, isolate people and tell people what they're doing. The voice you hear right now is the man, the myth, the legend, the viral sensation, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third. We thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? Bullshit. We played them in the third game. It. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. Yes. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. Damn right. And we let them off the hook. We didn't. We crushed them, Clark. Oh, boy. I went and I saw. And my name's Clark Lawrence, and I am the host of this here show. I am Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third. I, I, draft I said King, that already. Drafty, yeah. but you didn't do it right. Oh, Dra- royal, royal Viral draft king, royal draft king winner. I've won. I've been in the top one hundred in multiple tournaments, Clark. I'm one of the finest kings in all of the kingdom. I am the viral sensation, <laughs> the man of the hour, too sweet to sour. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third, host. Extraordinaire well, of this simple, program. A simple, my name's Al Archer would work. Oh, for well. for common people, Clark. But please. Oh my God. You know what? Those of you listening live, uh, give us a phone call. Al, I can't see that from here. The number to call seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Topic: conventional wisdom and authority, or anything you want to talk about. Yeah. Sports. We're ready for you. Uh, so last night, uh, see, here's what happened. Okay. Besides the, the whole viral thing, that gave me a little clout, the big word here in Chicago, clout. I went and I called the league offices because I still got a couple connections down there. Uh-huh. I called the league office and I asked them to unflex the game. You did? Yeah. I said, Why did you need it unflexed? Because yeah. I, I was going to see Steve Earle and uh, what's left of the Dukes last night in Elgin, Illinois. And uh, I needed the but, game at noon because it was starting the same time as the Steve Earle concert. But the nation and the world needed to see that game. Well, they could have seen it at noon like they were supposed to, like God intended them to. But they all needed to see it on a broadcast to the whole world. At noon, you're not going to be seen by everybody. That game was seen by everybody across the nation. And I was so disappointed that the Bear, with the Bears, um, they get this, time, this, this chance to shine in the prime time, 
and there wasn't one good touchdown dance celebration in the whole game. Oh, you got to give for an offensive lineman. That's a hell of a dance. Well, the dude, Come on, he didn't have much time to practice. You know, for a guy named Saul, he's got no oh. soul. You know what I mean? Hell of a play. Hell of a play right there. So I love defense. I grew up on defense. My game is defense. I love watching defensive games. When I play Madden, if I were to play you in Madden, Clark, I would drive you crazy because my game would be so slow. I wouldn't let you play offense. Uh-huh. It's all about defense and control. Yep. That's the best football. That's my favorite kind of football. So last night I go, I see the Steve Earl concert. I put my phone in airplane mode. I've never right. put my phone in airplane mode without being on an actual airplane. Like really? Before. That was the first time? First time. Oh, come on. You've Absolutely. done it before. When are you going to watch? The phone will charge faster if you put it in airplane mode. I don't know if you know that. If you need a I used to have a normal charge. charger built into my phone, but now it's, it's gone and my phone lasts five minutes. So uh, there, were, there were about – there was more white hair I've ever seen in my life at this concert. Uh-huh. And everybody sat down and mind, mind their manners the whole show. Okay. And uh, it was a good time, but afterwards in the lobby I was worried. Why? Because people were talking? I didn't want to hear people talking. I, but I didn't want to be like I was some autistic guy and put my hands over my ears and go, and run, no, 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 and run out Why the door. Not? Why not? I don't know. I, I just didn't feel like being shit. that guy. Because yeah. you just saw Steve, Steve Earl, and Steve Earl's cool. You know, you, so you got you to gotta put a cool facade out when you're walking out into the fog. I've seen cool autism, though. You can pull it off. So, oh, absolutely. I, I mean, everybody uh, has a, a, an ability to coolness. So I go outside, you know. And uh, I, I somehow manage, I get home, I'm like, okay, I'm going to screw this up. You know what's going to happen? Uh-oh. I'm going to turn the TV on to get to the recording, and, and the, gonna news, be, be on the news, there's going to be a replay of the yeah, news absolutely. on that's going to be absolutely. right as they're like, saying, Bears win in big fashion. Absolutely. But thankfully, no, it was a rerun of Modern Family. Okay. Which, by the way, I feel like anytime you turn your TV on, there's a rerun of Modern Family on somewhere on some channel. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's one of those that right now is their time in syndication. So I get home, and I'm like, now i got to watch the game in real time. Now, mind you, it's about 11 o'clock, so the game's uh-huh. well over. Yeah. You know, but I, I wanted to watch it in real time, and I'm really happy I did. Well, and you're able to fast-forward through some things, and you probably finished the game in about two hours. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, I, I, I'll only fast-forward uh, timeouts and uh, yeah. some of the commercial breaks. I won't fast-forward plays. Or the between plays. I like listening to the broadcast. I love Al Michaels. I've got a 30-second ahead button, and it's usually perfect for what, like, when a play ends. It'll get you ahead 30 seconds. Yeah, I was born with uh, deductive reasoning, so I'm able just to hit the fast-forward button and then hit play when sure. uh, I see them yeah. coming back from break. Some people are. Other people aren't, you know? It's just one of those things. It's like a, a second kidney. But what I saw was uh, the Bears' defense dominating <laughs> The most potent offense, arguably the most potent offense in football. No question, one of the Al, top two. Al, how many times before last night had the Rams been held to under 10 points in the season? Zero. Correct. Zero points. How many times zero. before last night had the Rams been held under 20 points this season? I'm going to go 0. 0.0. 0 times. Let me ask you this. How many times that is correct. Time, how many times this season have the Rams been held to under 30 points, Al? Under 30 points. I'm going to say twice. Exactly two times, Al. Wow. Exactly two gonna... times. So that is accurate. The third time they've been held under 30. And the Chicago Bears held that team to no touchdowns and six points. The lowest, the, the lowest they had scored before was versus Denver, 23 points earlier in the season. How would Al Michaels say it? How would he say it? Denver. Oh, is that what he does? Yeah, Denver. 
I'll be the done. Denver Broncos, Mile High. I love Al Michaels. He's one of the great voices of our uh, generation. Yeah, I'm no, the, he did the uh, the Miracle on Ice. The game came you out. You believe in miracles. I mean, right? the Rams were flat, and uh-huh. the Bears disrupted their tempo and never let them get in comfortable, never let them get going. And uh, we won that game yeah. like uh, like champs. I mean, that was a really big game. I'm going to be honest. I believed the Bears could win that game. I was not going to wager money that the Bears could not win that game. Not a chance I would have wagered money. I thought they would win that game. I didn't have conviction to, to go, yes, they're going to win this game. I didn't have conviction to pick them. A week ago, Al, uh, I started going to the weather report, and you were very excited to hear that the, the game time temperature was going to be about 32 degrees, somewhere in there. Statistically right? meaningless. And I thought that was going to be too cold. Although Jason Goff, has, I don't believe that uh, his QB rating is very low in games started under 50 degrees. But you did. You definitely said that you were excited about the weather. You were happy with the weather when I brought that up last week. Do you now think that that uh, had something to do with this game? Is his name Jason Goff? Do you think this game? Jared Goff. Uh-huh. Did I say Jason You said Jason Goff. Yeah. That's a, you know. I, I like I Local like names, radio guy. I like names to be accurate guy. on this show. Yeah, Clark. that's one thing. We may have a new listener or two out there uh, here for the show. So uh, one thing that you need to know is that Al Archer knows It's always 100%. 100% accurate. Bullshit. Ooh, not in my draft kicks this week. After after taking thirty second out of three hundred thousand last week, I didn't even place in the top thousand. Are week. you serious? Yeah, no. it was a rough week. And no money. all my year long teams failed, and most of them failed because of Rams players in that Bears game. But well, I, I'm okay. not upset. That's I'm okay. Not upset. That's all right. Fuck your squares. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree, a hundred and ten percent. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the game. So you, you watched it when you got home. I, I watched it, uh, from my place with my family and my neighbors. Uh, and oh, Mr. Texting me early in the morning. Uh, nobody's coming to my game. Well, nobody was, but then, you know, things happen. Uh-huh. That game, Al, field goes only through the first half. Couple, couple exciting things. The defense had shown up. You knew that they were there. Right. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky overthrew a couple guys here and there. Three interceptions. Often, often during that game. Yeah, three interceptions he ended up with. Jared Goff, four interceptions in the game. He had never thrown three in a game before. Yeah. Let alone four. Well, that's because the Bears are the Bears. They are who we thought they were. Yes, they were. Um, everything about it. When that second half started, they got the safety. And then on the ensuing, what do you call that? Is that a free kick? Is that a punt after a safety? Yeah, it's a free, a free kick. Uh, it is a, uh, I think it's moved up. After that, the Bears drove down. Uh, I believe Allen Robinson had a catch in there. Jordan Howard running the ball throughout the game very well. Over 100 yards rushing. That's very nice to see. Uh, against this big, bad line uh, from, from uh, Los Angeles. But, uh, yeah, they got down there, and that's when they threw in all the big guys. It was a big – that was a very Clark Lawrenson type, uh, type play. In fact, the game was very much my style of the game, but that play especially, offensive lineman eligible, touchdown, boom. You know what I would like right now? I would like people to give the call, 760-454-8834, and I want to speak to all the shitheads who last week were crying, bemoaning, bitching about Matt Nagy 
calling that timeout and how it cost, cost us the, the game. game and all that bull. You know what I say to that, Clark? You know what I say to these what do you those say? Bears fans? What do you say? Fickle. 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 Done. Fickle. He's over it. Fickle. Okay. Wow. Um. Oops. Personalized license plate. What the hell was it? It was weird. Okay. Defense. 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 I said he was on his way home. Go check out his address. Okay. Yo, Mr. E. Defense. <laughs> Unbelievable. Great falling down. Um. Yeah, so the big the soul gets in. There was a great package, is what it was. The, last week you set it up. You give the ball to I think Hicks, right? Hicks takes it in for the touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. So you basically line up the same play where you put all the big fat guys up there. This time you add a couple. There's a couple right, more right, fatties yeah. on the line. Over thirty two hundred pounds on the Bears offense. Thirty two hundred pounds. Yeah, right. Statistically correct. Yeah. Uh so you 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 get you get all the big asses up there. And everybody thinks, whoa, Hicks is going to come in. And no, a little bootleg to the outside. Fake to Hicks. You have an eligible offensive lineman who sold the show, Yeah. who made a great catch. That wasn't an easy catch. No. I wouldn't have made that catch. catch. I'd have made that catch. I don't believe that for hands. a second. I had hands. No, yeah, no, no, no. Absolutely. For a lineman, I had hands. No. No, it's true. It's, it's damn true. If we got uh, what a play! If we got your friends on the line who played with you, I think they would honestly Chris, say you had no hands. Uh, Chris Collinsworth, that dude could. Uh, Chris Collinsworth, uh, he 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 really, that play was he was loving it. Hicks was his guy. He was all up in him on that one. Fantastic! Yeah. It was a money play. Absolutely, it hit the point. It was right there. It was brilliantly designed. This head coach is one of the elite young head coaches in the league. And if I had my money, listen, they talked a lot about Nagy. If you watch that broadcast, there was hours and hours and hours of yap about how great Nagy is. Yes. So I'm not going to talk about Nagy. We already know how good Nagy is. Absolutely. And again, that nobody's letting up the phone line at 760-454-8834 to bitch about Nagy this week because those people understand now. They, they were being idiots. Absolutely. Fickle. Yeah. Now, what I do want to talk about is the other guy, Nick Fangio. Vic, Nick Fangio. Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio. Vic, That's Vic. what I said. Good Vic job, Fangio. Al. Good with the names, pal. Yeah, I was muddy there. You know it. Yeah. So, Vic Fangio, this guy, listen, he 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 was asked to stay when the new coach came in, when yeah. Nagy came yeah. in. And he's like, I, you know what? I don't think so. I'm, I'm not going to be comfortable in that situation. And our great leader, our great front office individual. Uh-oh. Who is that? Ryan Pace? Yeah, Ryan Pace. Mm -hmm. Of course, Clark. Come on, pay attention. (laughs) Ryan Pace, this cat, goes ahead and he talks. He sweet talks. He puts a little sugar in that man's coffee. Uh And he he brings the 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 liquor liquor bear over, the liquor water. He brings it in. He sweet talks Dick Fangio. You bring in some Riesling? He brings in the Riesling. They break out a couple bottles of Riesling. He gets written up for it. Of course. And... He goes ahead and he gets this guy to stay, and that was the biggest acquisition up until Mac. 
yeah. that the Bears defense could have got. This guy should be head coach, and here's the sweet spot. He also made a hell of a choice with with uh, Rokon Smith. Come yeah. on, man. He had a hell of an offseason, a hell of a fantastic, up until a week before the regular season started. Boom, that Mac trade happened. Unbelievable. Yeah, and, and the Raiders, well, the Raiders, uh, they, they, they beat Pittsburgh they, this week. They, Pittsburgh, man. Oh, yeah. Stay away from Head downhill. Them. Antonio Brown. If we want to go around around the league a little bit, ooh, Antonio Brown, that's dangerous. yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the Green Bay Packers had a hell of a game. Well, they had a game. They beat the Atlanta Falcons, Clark. Yeah. Everybody has beaten Atlanta Falcons. They have three wins. They have four, four wins. I think. Oh, four wins! <laughs> My God, well, stop the presses. You said three wins with such confidence, though. but Aaron Rodgers, like he was straight up hate. Throwing like he was, he had best game set records, didn't he? He he wanted, and I lost money because I thought stacking Aaron Rodgers with uh, Adams was going to be the play of the the week, and it really wasn't. And uh, it wasn't. No. What was the play? Well, the best play I might was Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, I should have played him. Um, San Francisco wide receiver. I think he was the number two in Denver. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. At three thousand dollars. Yep. Um, and everyone else was on everything else, and I went Hamilton, and he put up eighteen points at three K. Yeah. Yep. A uh, genius play, and uh, for some reason I still got my ass kicked. Genius. I haven't really done the breakdown yet. Uh, yeah, the Green Bay Packers they they went out and they beat one of the worst defenses in the National Football League, and everybody says, does defense matter? Well, Mister Wu, defense it does matter. It obviously matters, and as these seasons progress. Strong defenses play better. Offenses yep. fade away. And uh, the Bears have a chance at a Super Bowl. I'm going to say it. I'm officially going here's, on the Here's the, a thought the here. If, if that game is played inside uh, on, on turf, is the outcome different? Could be. We don't, we, we, we don't know. We're going to have to find out because it looks like it's going to be Rams and Saints, right? Sure up does. Up at the top. They're going to be hosting games. So we're going to be playing in a in a in a dome. We're going to eventually have to. Well, how do you, Clark? Ye of little faith. How do you not know that we don't get uh, uh you know the three seed? Yeah. And the six seed beats the. Uh, okay. Two seed. I like where you're headed. And then we go in. We 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 end up playing uh, the Minnesota Vikings again and beat them a third time. Wow. At that you, point, you're putting the Vikings in it, huh? I'm just shooting. Uh, you know. Okay. Some information out there. I, I don't know for certain, but yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's one of those days where the whole day feels like you're having a heart attack. You've been saying that all day. Mm-hmm. You know, I it, I've, shit. I've only been here since six thirty. Yeah, since you now, walked so. in the door, it's been like ah, I'm I having a heart attack. Ah, I'm having a heart attack. Well, defensive coordinator that goes five wide Jeez. here. Jeez, not over there. He's uh, playing. Tennessee Titans, man, having a late season uh, surge, seven and six. They put up thirty points against the Jaguars, who have just been absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about writing a letter to the owner's son about that wrestling promotion and uh, joining them mm-hmm. after that performance. I don't think I'm interested oh, anymore. Oh come on, no. write him a letter. But uh, Bills and Jets in a game nobody cared about. The uh, four and nine Jets beat the uh, four and nine Bills. Twenty-seven, twenty-three. Uh huh. A game you were very excited about, and I don't know why. 
Which the one? Cleveland Browns beat the Carolina Panthers 26-20. And if you were watching the line, it kept going more towards uh, Cleveland because Cam Newton has something wrong with his shoulder. It ended up being even. What's wrong with Cam's shoulder? Can't throw the deep ball. Something's up. Really? The week before, they needed to throw a Hail Mary. They brought in another guy. Oh, really? Something's up with Cam Newton. Now, Cam Newton's game is underneath to uh, McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. So, it's not a, like you could still play him, but... I mean, I'm not touching him for the rest of the year in fantasy, although I'm pretty much done in fantasy. That's it? I don't like playing the last couple of weeks, even in draft games. Okay, you're done. I'm, I'm done playing the bigger, the higher stake games. The Packers, of course, went 34-20 over the, uh, the Falcons, and in the process, the Packers, they get rejected from the uh, playoffs. Access denied. Done. Meanwhile, the Bears. Access granted. They, they, I don't care if it's not official yet. They're it's not happening. official it's, it's official. It's happening, huh? It is official. Bears Packers this upcoming week. Uh, no, we just. Uh, oh, no. it's the Bears Packers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's going to be Access here in Chicago. Granted. Played at noon, as as it should be. Right, like God intended the games to like be played. God intended the games to be played. I'm looking forward to this game because I just I want the Packers to be taught a lesson, Clark. Okay. That. You know, their they're wonderful coach, Mike McCarthy, gets a good personal, close personal friend of mine, Mike McCarthy. Uh, you know, I speak with him most Monday mornings. Uh, I don't know if you catch the uh, little two, the clips on uh, the website. Because no, 300 plus, uh, more people watch that video than uh, everyone who lives in Cincinnati. This is true. Yeah, what, true. 310? Something like that, 315? Yeah, we're about 315 right now. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. there's 290,000 people, people watched a video on here. And some of you may have seen that, and that's what brought you here today. Uh, and you're regretting this, and I, I feel you. What am I regretting? Listen to this wonderful program. Oh, they're regretting it. They are. You're, they're, 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 you, you're full Look of regrets. No. Come on. No regrets. Uh, I wanted to ask you, let's take it a different place. Uh, there is a bar crawl through Wrigleyville. Uh, called uh, the Twelve Bars of Christmas, and people usually get very intoxicated. Uh, you work at a bar very close to that, very near and dear, in the middle of that. Did you have folks come in while you were working, who uh, who were engaging in this whole Twelve Bars of Christmas thing? Actually, when I went into work, I drove right past those those, those uh, monsters. Yep. And uh, I went to work, and uh, there was very very little uh, effect. From okay. uh, the nightmares of Christmas that uh, uh, terrorizes the uh, Cubs neighborhood. Um, yeah. But, I mean, most things terrorize the Cubs neighborhood. Most well, teams terrorize the Cubs. I actually so. read that this year it was tamed down a lot compared to years past. Uh, there was a crime in Wrigleyville and Boys Town. They didn't really have a police blotter this year because, uh, because there really wasn't much of one. Uh, they, they, the organizers have really uh, gotten better with more security and uh, some limitations and what have you. Adding uh, adding restrooms has helped. I did when I son of a bitch. Uh oh, Larcher over here. Uh, if if you want the play by play, he's working with his tablet and things are not going right. I'm telling you, my fingers just keep getting fatter and fatter, and I can't like I I can't type things anymore. Nothing ever seems to work. Okay. So, yeah, so basically, it's called the, with the 12 bars of Christmas. T-Box. 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 You have these people, okay, <laughs> these savages, 
and they dress up like Christmas. I, here's what happened to me, Clark. I did get a little tea box love. Oh, I had a girl good. dress as a Christmas tree. Give me the finger and say, fuck you. <laughs> Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. That's amazing. But basically, <laughs> it, it basically, you sit there, and next thing you know, life is normal. And then all of a sudden, you, the door opens, and a bunch of people dressed as Christmas trees come in, and they're all running around. Can I get a drink? Where's my drink? When is my song? When am I going to go? Can I drink now? I'm a Christmas tree. Look at me. I'm an ornament. It's so fun. I got to pee. I'm going to puke in the corner. It's going to be grand. Then the bear's going to play, and they're going to win really late. And everybody's going to be happy, and everybody's going to be happy, and everybody's going to be happy, and Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. And it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. Okay, then. Woo! So you did okay. Did I do okay? I did fine, except again, I got a finger from a Christmas tree. You survived. Hey, can I get another bear? Where's my bear? Why can't I do this all day long? That's inappropriate. It's annoying. Like you shouldn't be allowed to you shouldn't be allowed to flip anybody off while wearing a Christmas tree. Uh, you should you shouldn't be allowed to step on a flag. It's a headache. You shouldn't be allowed to all of these things are one and the same to me here. I really think that you know the Chicago Police Department would have been best served finding everybody dressed as Christmas, uh in their little hats, their Santa hats, their dopey sweat. Let me tell yeah. you something, by the Uh-oh. way. Oh boy. The internet has absolutely ruined ruined what Christmas sweaters. Because now everybody, every single human individual thinks it's fun to get an ugly sweater, and they're all buying it from the same damn jagoff and the same stupid designs and the same stupid humor, and it, it's just so redundant now that only assholes have this, the Christmas sweaters. What if what if you just have a like a straight up a real Christmas sweater like a Really old. Ugly when did you buy it? I didn't buy it. When was it gifted to you? I got it from my aunt. It was her Christmas sweater. And it that it's fine. That it if it came from the internet, Clark, okay. it's a failure of a Christmas sweater. Okay, fair. If if it came from with love, if it came from the past, then it's a great Christmas sweater. Little Clark, make sure you hold on to your sweater. Oh no, oh, little Clark. I'm sorry, man. They are itchy. I don't like Christmas sweaters. They're very, very itchy, Al. I, I know. You've uh, you've grown into it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I got, I got a little action on the uh, game tonight. I did uh, a couple games in the, uh, what's the new game called? The Showdown. The Showdown. Draft where you get the DraftKings Showdown. Double points, players. Yeah, it's a point like and a half. Yep, yep, yep. You get a multiplier on one player, but you pay a premium. Okay. And then you, uh, you throw, I think you have to fill six slots. It could be anybody, kickers, defenses. Okay, you know. fun. Uh, soul, you can, you can get soul, soul on there. You can. You, you can pick some really? offensive linemen. No. Whatever you feel. It, it, it's just that. And uh, the pricing's a little different. And um, I think dudes like me who play the tournaments in DraftKings, who, who uh, really research and uh, have a strategy and uh, are playing with game theory, yeah, I think a lot of us aren't touching this because we don't. It's it's something different, right? So it's still in the learning. Like people are still learning how to play this game. There's a couple good articles you can read weekly on uh, on how to attack it, but um, it's still it's still a wasteland. And and those where you can get lucky. So 
you know, I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to incorporate some strategies I know from other games into this and seeing if uh, maybe we, we could get a winner. But okay. I think I have two games, one based around one team, one based around the other team. All right. And then a third based around a little combo of both, mm-hmm. little column A, little column B. Mm-hmm. All right. Last week uh, we had discussed the, the just announced firing of Bulls coach Fred Hoiberg. Uh-huh. Uh, shit's gone really sour down there, Al. I don't know if you've seen that the last couple of days, but Saturday night, uh, the worst loss in Bulls history, like 133 to 77, right? Wow. Came out that the next day players were texting each other, talking about not showing up to practice yesterday on Sunday. Uh, they ended up having a players only meeting before they went and had a meeting. And this is over the new head coach, Jim Boylan, who was not given the interim tag, Al. He was given the actual, he's the head coach. Uh, his antics, his extreme tactics today, it's reported that the Bulls players went to the National Basketball, uh, went to the NBPA, went to the Players Association about it. Is he beating them? Uh, he is not. I, I don't know. Is, is he what physically is. harming them? I don't know. Are they professionals working for an organization and the organization choose, chose him to be their leader? Here it is. Uh, this is coming from Vincent Goodwill and uh, Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. Uh, the players said extreme tactless, tactics used by Boylan. After taking the helm from fired coach Fred Hoiberg Monday, Boylan held two-and-a-half-hour practices in his first week that included extra wind sprints and players doing military-style push-ups. Calling for another lengthy practice after back-to-back led to a near mutiny and caused the players to reach out to the union, sources said. I would uh, honestly fire the entire team <laughs> and uh, start over. I would bring in college players. It's been reported that uh, full-blown mutiny, they're on the brink of it. Uh, they took exception to the fact that Boylan had scheduled practice for Sunday. In response, they considered multiple alternatives, including a boycott of practice and a walkout Saturday night after they arrived at the team practice facility. Ultimately, the Bulls held a pair of meetings Sunday, the first of which was for players only, and the latter of which involved the coaches as well. Boylan later told reporters he had hoped the Bulls would have a full practice Sunday but enjoyed a productive day nonetheless. Interesting, man. Wow. Things are, things are intense down there. Well, this is the time of the year my good buddy Robin Lopez usually stops by. Uh, so, you know, when he comes, I'm, I'm, I'll ask him what's going on over there. Uh, I mean, it sounds like an absolute disaster is, is in the works. And uh, I honestly think you play for a team. You got a team who they, this guy's been named the coach. You listen to him. Yeah, but this day and age, you don't do that. Like, oh, that's bullshit. not how it this works. Is, we need to get over this day and age. Let me tell you that Everything gets to change. That's bullshit. Everything that's going on down there is proving every day that Paxson and Foreman, Gar Pax, they they don't belong like they don't belong there anymore. They it's not a gig that they're good at. John Paxson actually said that he does he's not a salesman. He doesn't have to sell himself to these free agents that come by. Well, I'll tell you what, it's 2018. You do. You don't think LeBron ended up in Miami? Well, no, he was probably going there to play with his buddy. But people put on sales pitches for people like he's not doing it. Nobody Tough. wants to come here Bullshit. and play for the Chicago Bulls in one of the best cities in the nation. Well, because of this. that's their loss. Because listen. The legacy is here. If you've got to play today's game, you have to evolve. Clark, do you want him to compete, or do you want him to hold on to that? What the fuck are you talking about? Did you watch that movie, Creed? 
You know I watch Creed too. Yeah. Well, what happens if if Creed, Drago, Drago, well, if, if Creed has to go train at some like prison camp in the desert, yeah. and he goes, you know what, this is too hard. He's not going to do that. Is he going to be a champion? No, he's not. Of course he's not. Are the Bulls going to be champions if they can't practice? These are professional fucking athletes, Clark. This isn't this isn't the high school uh, basketball team in in, in Winneka in fucking uh, Kirkland. Okay, this is a professional basketball team yeah. that represents a blue collar city. Do you think the Bears would bitch if they had to do some extra wind sprints? Uh-huh. No. Huh. You don't think they would? No, they wouldn't. They might bitch among themselves, but they wouldn't have a fucking mutiny. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. You know what? I would shut the team down. The Bears don't have to do extra wind sprints because they are professionals, and they show up in shape, ready to roll. Man, that... And that, take it on anything. That Nagy has those players so pumped up. Oh, my God, they're so excited. It's like they're the Cubs. so excited. It's like the Cubs. They're having fun. It's amazing. Oh, are you okay with that, Al? You always have this issue with the Cub way and all this stuff. Well, okay I, I, I don't mind Madden having fun with his team as long as they're winning. Yeah. I mean, the Cubs are just losers all the time. Oh, for sure. One moment. One moment. Uh, Nick over there on Facebook Live, he says the Bulls are, uh, are a dumpster fire. Absolute dumpster fire. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. A trash can of blazing. Oh, for sure. 100%. On the other hand, you're right on Matt Nagy. It's really fun to see. Is it not? I mean, obviously, winning is going to make football more fun. But seeing him there is just like firing up the team. Why were people throwing a Super Bowl parade? What? A, 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 a nonstop uh, excitement train was pillaging through towns, stealing excitement along the way uh, when the Dolphins beat the Patriots on the last play of the game. Like, why is it such a big deal? I'm not understanding. Wait a minute. You don't think that the hook and ladder play to win on the final play of the game where you have to go 70 yards is a big deal? Where they have Gronk in there? The Patriots. You're, you're a Patriots apologist. I forgot. You're the big Patriots. Fan. I do. You know, I like Ever winning. Ever since the Bears kicked their ass in the 85 in the Super Bowl, right? You, right. You I, became a a, right. I became a fan. I respect that. I respect that. Any team that could take a beating that bad, I'm going to respect that team. And since then, they have become the elite Why in Why was Gronk in? Is Tannenhill going to throw a 70-yard Hail Mary? What's Gronk doing back there? I think Gronk was got, confused. He He's been hitting Gronk. the head a lot. He doesn't know where he was. But, okay, that aside, forget that. It was a that beautiful was play. Exactly. It was so a fun play. About it. But people were acting like this was the fucking Super, the last play of the Super Bowl. No, it was weren't. the Dolphins winning a game against the Patriots. Guess what? The Patriots lose games. Al, they're nine you, and four. Could that play not be up for best play of the season? Like the top play of the year? What, is there an award show? They sure. Have? Let's have an award show about it. You and I are having one right now. Are you putting that in the top well, play of the year? Well, I was supposed to host the award show, Clark, but there were things that I said on the <laughs> internet tweeted. 40 years sure, ago. Sure. That they've now, I need to apologize for you the 15th what? time. You didn't about... want that gig anyway, Al. You're, you're above that gig. You're so above that gig. I am above that gig. But what would you, like... <laughs> I am a uh, Facebook uh, viral superstar. Oh, boy. Yeah, you are. How did that happen? I don't know. You posted it, went to bed, yeah. Greg Shear liked it, and boom. Greg Shear liked it. Next thing you know, magic. Packer fan approved. It was. It like, just needed it the It played steal. well with the Packer fans, too. It really did. I still can't figure it out how, how 
Anything goes viral. Me neither. I still don't know. And I don't know what it means. Like at all. Did it get shared by like somebody who had a lot of followers and then that here and there it did, I think like I know uh, like a news uh, some news guy did. But I think I think what it was was because, you know, that it had already had about 10,000 uh, views when we were here last Monday. And right. We, then we threw a little money behind. It. Right. But only 5,000 out of the like were reached by right. this ad out of the reach was over 600,000. Which means they didn't press play on. Yeah. They didn't view the video, but it, it showed up in their feed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So only 5,000 out of that, a minuscule amount. This thing was natural. It was organic. Yeah, it was completely natural. I think, it, was, it was viral before we threw money on it. When I hit you up, I said, you know what? People I don't know are sharing it. Yeah. And once we saw that, that's when we're like, all right, this shit, this is real. And I think it was just shared upon, upon friends. And a lot of people, you know, tagging their friends in the comments. That's always nice to see. A few people... <laughs> Calling it fake, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they could, they could yeah, you it missed out. that one. You missed that one, but that's all right. That's fun. And, and just so people realize, I know I'm bad at uh, voices, impersonating voices. Oh, I, hate, I don't think. Oh, I absolutely hate impersonations. I can't stand them. <laughs> when somebody comes up to me, it, it, there was a, there was a, there was about five years Every ago. Every video you post for the last two weeks has been an impersonation. Poorly impersonated. <laughs> I like poorly impersonated. I don't like the real thing. Every, like five years ago, everybody thought they could do Christopher Walken. You would walk into a fucking bank and people would be like, hey, ooh, I'm Christopher Walken. <laughs> you do bad impersonations. And, and, and they were terrible. And they never said perfect. anything. Here's the thing. If you could do a perfect impersonation, say something funny. People would do the Christopher Walken and then they would just say things Christopher Walken would say. Right. right. Like, uh, for example, okay, on the Howard Stern show, there used to be a guy who sounded exactly like David Letterman. Okay. Exa- like, there was a time where people believed it was Dave calling in and, and saying things he couldn't normally say. Oh, but that's it, fun. it was really Dave. That's fun. It was, and it was a dude who lived here. He lived here locally. He just croaked because Artie Lang put a whole Twitter about what a shithead he was. He lived in Chicago. He, he lived in the Chicagoland area. This guy would do the David Letterman, and he would call like a he would call an adoption agency as Dave Letterman and be like, "Hey, I, I, can I adopt like a black kid?" Uh, you know what? I don't want a black kid. They steal. Holy he would say shit. really offensive things as, as David, David Letterman, Letterman oh. and the people would be thinking they're talking to David Letterman, oh, and it was no. it was funny because it was so outlandishly the things he was saying was what was funny, and and he sounded like David Letterman, so it was real. So if you could do a perfect impersonation, Clark, you damn it, say things that the person wouldn't say that that's completely absurd. That's where the fun is. Not coming up to me and doing. I'm impressed you could sound like some asshole on a TV show. What I love about the video is that I know it was just off the cuff. Like you may have you may have tried it once before, maybe twice, if that, and then you just went and you nailed so many packerisms. Like, like the two hundred and fifty dollar piece of paper that they buy that tells them that they're owned. Oh, what a scam! Like, and everybody loves. Oh, that's hilarious. To quote Steve Earl, I got some snake oil, y'all. There it is. I'll give you a real good price. See? That's it. Uh, in fact, I, uh, I have some sod from Soldier Field. Let me just go downstairs. It'll take me a minute to get it. I will never forget I'll this. I'll sell it to you. Do you, have, do you have any kind of, like, shovel? I'm going to sound like uh, I grew up in some uh, great uh, uh, wealth. Yeah. But we grew up really poor. But my mom would get really depressed, and she would let the place go. It would get really filthy. So once in a blue moon, she would get a, she would get some money. And she'd call the cleaning lady. Yeah, you know. And uh, the, so the, we had a little condo. 
which we eventually got evicted from and lost. But we, we had this condo, and it was, it was a, big, a big building, and we had garbage chutes. You would throw the garbage down a chute, and it would disappear. Uh-huh. And I got a piece of the Berlin Wall, and I had that piece of Berlin Wall sitting in my room, and the cleaning lady threw out the, the rock, because it was a fucking rock. And uh, <laughs> there's a piece of cement just sitting there. It was a piece of the Berlin Wall, Either though. that or she was really sensitive to the geopolitics of the whole situation. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure she was Eastern European back in those days. Most cleaning ladies were. No, she threw away a rock. And I remember, oh. like, having to go to Big Jim Cox, the 400-pound the security guard, to try to get a... Uh, to get to, to dig through the garbage cans to try to find this piece of rock. I never did. I lost a piece of the Berlin Wall. She let you dig through the garbage can? Well, uh, the security guard did because we didn't have access to the garbage okay. cans because it went down a chute. Gotcha. Now, what what percentage do you think is that this was a real piece of the Berlin Wall? I would say it was 100% a piece of the Berlin Wall, which today's value is about 50 cents. How did you know it was? It came with a letter of authenticity. Oh, that's amazing. Snake oil, y'all. Oh, you bought it on on TV. I did. Like some, I was a kid. I didn't even... Uh, you think I wanted oh, a dumb okay. rock? All right. You think I even understood what the Berlin Wall was? I just knew it was on the news and I had a piece of it. Okay. I was a newsmaker. Trendsetter. Uh, let me see. Let's, you know, I wonder if I could Google that. How much is a piece... Of the Berlin Wall work. This is when our show gets really good. All right, here we go. When you go to Google. You ready, Clark? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked this question on October 22nd of 07 to Yahoo. Yahoo answers. Let's see what we got here. Oh, my goodness. So this isn't really that official. The suspense here. Yeah, it's close enough. All right, answer. The number one answer. The best it's answer. As official as I need it. The best answer on the board. Voted by you, the oh. viewers of Yahoo. Sure. The clickers. Let's see. My grandfather has two pieces of Berlin Wall with graffiti. And wonder, mine didn't have graffiti. It was like the intersection. And yeah. I was wondering Spray if they paint. were worth Boom. anything. I don't plan on selling it. I think it's a valuable piece of history and never plan on getting rid of it. I was just wondering if it was worth anything. You don't ask that question if you're not thinking about or it. Or is it just a piece of cement form? This is <laughs> like pawn shop. Don't bullshit us here, pal. Hey, did you see the old guy from Pawn Shop's croak? Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Old man. Uh, that's too bad. All right, best answer. If you're talking about dollar value, it's not worth much at all. But if you're talking about spiritual and emotional value, oh my wow. Ask your grandma and his friends about that. I'm sure you will hear stories about the human spirit overcomes tyranny and oppression and is willing to pay any price to be free. God, I feel like I'm Dude. back at the Steve Earle concert. This guy did not want that answer, even though it's the correct answer for a guy who does never plans to sell it. Oh, here. Okay, MarketWatch.com uh, posted an article from November 9th of 2014. That prized piece of Berlin Wall, question mark, and now sells for, you ready, Clark? What do you think? Um, $4.26. $13. Hey, all right. Which does actually make it a very expensive rock. And it's sitting in a landfill somewhere. It's sitting in a, thir- there's a $13 rock sitting Isn't in a Isn't it crazy that, <laughs> that a piece of the Berlin Wall now sits in a dumpster somewhere in a, in a, in a landfill in America? In the Chicagoland area. How about this, it? This is why archaeologists get confused all the time. All you're, you're right. In a thousand years, after ice covers us, yeah. heat waves uh, warm us, whatever. The, however they get rid of us. Archaeologists then will be like, why the hell is there a piece of this wall that was found there? Yeah. I'm starting to think um, 
pyramids were some kind of electrical uh, transmitters. I have no way to disprove this. That we had, like, that old humans had, like, electricity. They had technology. It was just different than the way we have to use it, you know? Yeah. They figured something else out. Chad said you could look on Amazon for your rock. I bet you could find it. Yeah? Oh, people sell rocks on Amazon. What about you? What about eBay? I can I can write a letter of authenticity. Do you want to start selling rocks? Uh, let's go to eBay and see if we could buy a, a yeah, we should sell some what what famous Chicago landmark got torn down. We could go get some rocks from. Oh, a ton of landmarks. The Chicago Stadium. Yeah, uh, I mean we can find now, Clark. Original Comiskey. We gotta wait for the next thing to get torn down. The next thing that gets torn down, you and I are gonna rent a U Haul truck. Oh, that's so Chicago. And we are going to get that all the bricks. That is so Chicago. And, uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Well, I think idiots bought... Uh, so you got the dopes in Green Bay buying the fake pieces of paper about the team. You got idiots in Chicago buying seats from Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. Do you know that uh, Streeterville, the neighborhood, a gentleman by the name, I believe it's George Streeter, Al, he, uh, he, he is uh, shipwrecked. He's shipwrecked yeah. at down where Streeterville is. He started selling all that land. He asked people to bring, first of all, he asked people to bring their waste, and he, he was the landfill. They built up the land. Well, then he was smart enough. He started selling that land, Al. Okay. And he sold all this land, made all this money, and nobody caught on to the fact that basically he sold something that wasn't his. They didn't catch on for 20 years. And today the neighborhood's named after him, and he has a statue. That's brilliant. Yeah, we need to, we need to get our act together. Do you see this kid's running for alderman? And now they're trying to get they're trying to disqualify him. Wait, Streeter's kid? No, 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 no. Daly's some, kid, some kid. No, no, not that, not the Dailies. I'm talking about Alderman, not Mayor. There's a guy running for Alderman. I think he gets mad, mad at Madsen. Mad, who's the big Alderman? Um, so if you're not from Chicago, we have this scam here in the city. Speaking of snake well, oil, wait, wait, how is this? A scam? Where where there's the mayor, and then the mayor basically there's like a Congress. Every little community has a representative that's called an I alderman. Think a, a lot of big cities have the. Same it, it's thing. not as common as you think. It's right. not as common as you think. Most cities, the mayor has complete control. Here, so here it, it's divided, and but all of them are corrupt. They they're all they all they're all getting some kind of a kickback. Wow. There's some kind of bullshit going on. So some like 28 year old kids trying to unseat one of the main guys. Oh, this is yeah, this is uh, down in on the south side. And you need you need X amount of signatures in order to run to get on the ballot. And he yeah. got those signatures. Right, but everybody knows you need to get like three times the amount. Well, let's say let's say he got 2,500 signatures. Okay, right. this is I don't know what the number is. He got 2,500 signatures. This guy he's going up against is Madsen or Ma- Ma- Madigan. I think yeah. it's Madigan. Or, and that does, that's, that's, I, anyway, it might be Madigan. So, Remember that Google from earlier? It, it, it's completely irrelevant. Whoever it is, this alderman. We need somebody to call in who actually knows about this. This alderman has filed a suit disqualifying. 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. He's gotten, he went ahead and he got affidavits from people who signed that list. Saying they didn't mean to sign it. What? But get this. Here's the kicker. What an ass. Here's the kicker. He has affidavits from 3,500 people. Oh, and he only got 2,500. Right. Oh. Oh, bullshit. Snake oil. You got I'll be darned. So, and he's the most uh, powerful uh, alderman in the city of Chicago. And I think think it is the the, uh, father of the... I think she was Secretary of uh, Attorney General, I believe, at one point. Lisa Madigan? Uh, this is uh, 
college kid running for 13th Ward Alderman gets a lesson the Chicago way. There you go. Is this the one? Wow, he is young. He's a 19-year-old. He filed 1,703 signatures. Political workers went door-to-door with official legal papers and collected more than 2,700 affidavits of people revoking their signatures. How is that even possible? Like, there were people who were like, oh, yeah, I voted for that guy. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, let me sign he this. Sent, he sent a couple thugs to the door and they're like, hey, I understand you signed this piece of paper uh, wanting I, this kid. I don't think Did you that's mean how it? it went. I mean, I think Did you might mean be, it? this might be the dramatic hey, Lifetime look, movie version. We got a piece of paper we want you to sign saying that uh, you didn't mean to, huh? Okay. And then, boom, they get this paper. A bunch of people are like, whoa, okay, I don't remember signing it, but by God, if you're telling me to, I'll do it. And, yeah. It's a south si- southwest side David versus Goliath. What's the kid's name? Um, David Krupa, K R U P A. He's a freshman at DePaul University, and he drives a forklift part time. Because he still haven't told me who he's running against. Uh, that was a big question. Uh, it is uh, Madigan. Madigan. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. A lot of uh, insanity going on. I don't even remember what no, the point no, of this conversation. No, it's the organization was. run by Madigan. Yeah, Madigan's office. And he always handpicks people. Uh, his current silent alderman of the 13th Ward is Marty Quinn. Who has complete control over. See, yeah. this guy controls all the aldermen, yeah. and then he yeah. fights with the mayor. It's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's crazy. Unbelievable. Unreal. You know, it, man, it's no wonder the state wants to just, like, get away. And all this, nuts. all this was coming for a larger point, Clark. I was building towards it. I can't remember. And I love this city, man. Oh, yeah, it's great. The city of corruption. No, it's a fantastic city to live in. All those cars on the street out front that don't have license plates and still have, like, dust on them from three months ago, something's, something's going on. I don't know what that is. You could get a small piece of Berlin Wall with an acrylic display. Ooh. It looks like a nugget of weed. Okay. Um, called Divided City for sixteen ninety five. So this comes uh, with a display. Okay. And it has uh, it has the dates on it of the wall. I think a nugget of weed would cost a little more. Well, it depends what state and how legal it is. Well, I mean, coming up in June or so. I think that's what I'm hearing by summer. You know, I thought. So it was recently announced. I don't know if you caught. You could get a small piece of the Berlin Wall for seven dollars and seventy cents on eBay right now. Wow, you're selling those right now. That's what you're doing. And then this one, oh, oh, that's graffiti on it. I was going to say, this rock is colored. I don't know why you'd have a colored rock. Okay. Uh, $265. No one's buying it, but it's the original, very large piece of the Berlin Wall with a little bit of uh, graffiti on it. So. Okay. But you can get a similar size piece for $39. Yeah, the market's all over the place. You could get a, a, a chunk for, this is actually exactly what I had. Okay. The little piece of paper there with the little chunk. Well, I think that we've uh, it, it's it's probably time to to discuss this the, the rock, but I also think that maybe it's just putting off the inevitable and us talking about the fantasy football leagues that you and I run and just how how well we 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 go together on these things like vinegar and oil or, or uh, peas and no. Oh. I thought well, you wanted to talk about the six man this week, which I believe you placed last in. Salt and I pepper. once again placed second. No, I don't want to. It's talk very about close that. to winning yeah. it once again, yeah, but you, I took second. Sure. Uh, 
Sure. Army Ed went over there and he crushed it. He, he had Did he? The Zeke late. I was oh, winning, and then the overtime Zeke. I don't know if he had Cooper. I don't okay. know. But, but uh, I had the win, and then the game went into overtime with the Cowboys. Oh, he, damn. That, that got you. That the got OT me. Guy. So, yeah. uh, congratulations, Ed. Yeah. I don't know why Drill's playing. I really, uh, I, but I lost. Uh, but you came in like dead last. So that's oh, yeah. uh, absolutely. Game over. I think I was all about Zeke and uh, Kamara, and Kamara let me down. So you were talking year long. I was talking. I run a league. You run a league. And and neither one of us. You were in the playoffs in my league, and I was in the playoffs in your league. Right. Um. Earlier this week, uh, I had come to an agreement that there there were three points that, that are supposed to be involved for the favorite in the playoffs to automatically get three points. I had I had uh, upset you earlier when I said that I don't I don't agree with this. I think it's an egregious rule. So then I agreed with you that I would not take the three points. Right. That didn't even come close. No, to and now it, it's not, statistically it, it wasn't to going to matter, Clark. More than likely, it was not going to matter. That's why I that's why I took the deal. You know how because bad I have integrity. You know how bad I wanted you to win you that game by two points. You don't points. You don't give three points to the team. Why? To the team that is the that's, home team. That's kicking somebody when they're down. So in my league, the t- the top there's two divisions. The top two divisional winners advance. They right. win. They win the division. They're right. in the playoffs. Yeah. The next two highest scores, regardless of division, uh, go into the in the league. You somehow yeah. managed to get in with like I four wins. La- I lost the last two games. You were terrible. Keegan should have gotten in over you. She much. She had a much better team. No, you somehow, no, 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 no. Keegan, I had a, I had more points scored than her, and I beat he, her. She, I, still, Scott, she Scott Cooley, on the other hand, had more points scored, the same record, <laughs> and, and he beat the shit out of me yeah. during the season. I he was pissed. I didn't know the division winner shouldn't be in. I thought he should have had it. He was pissed. Did he think he was going to get in? No, I think he knew how the the game worked, oh, okay. but he, Cause I I didn't he know. was disappointed that his team was probably good enough to get in and then You had to tell me the next day that I was in the playoffs. I yeah. thought I thought the rules were that Scott got in. So a week prior, this guy so the the guys who are in the higher seed, first round of the playoffs get three points yeah, automatically. I come some bullshit rule like this. Like what? Now the reason is if you play it real football, you fight to be getting a better playoff position football. to get home field advantage. And home field advantage by Vegas odds gives you a three-point advantage. So the fantasy, it gives you a three-point advantage. It's a little thank you for playing well this year and being as good as you are. gives you a slight advantage. Now, statistically speaking, I'd say during the course of a year, maybe a handful of games in a league come down to within three points. Okay, yeah. It happens, but this year it seemed like a lot more. Like, there was a lot of records that were close and game scores that were close. So Clark Fitch is up and down that the number one seeded guy was going to get Three the points. three points because he Kicking Clark thought he was going to be playing the number one seeded guy. Kicking a guy while turns out down. a week later Clark backdoors his no, ass into the playoffs. I didn't think I was making the playoffs. He gets a three point advantage against a dude who really shouldn't have, uh, who was much better. Incorrect. This guy comes to me and he starts giving me the same bitching moaning that Clark gave me the week prior. So I said, you know what? This guy said the same to me a week ago. I'm going to go ask him if it's okay if we we avoid those no three way points. he came to you with that. Yeah, I was getting the same thing. He didn't know about it. He's like, what's this with the three points? How come Clark has a terrible team has three points? Yeah, I agree. So you you opted. You said you'd opt out of it. So if you were to have won you that were, game by two points, I would have disqualified you. Were, you, you were pissed, though. 
You were pissed. You're well, like, no, but I'm I serious. Cry, you thought I was joking with you. You thought that I was like joking. I didn't want those three points. I I don't need the cheat. I points. know. No, I took your I word the for it. Points. It's not cheat points. You earned them, but it didn't matter. It did not matter. And then in my league, which is a 12-man and six teams make it, which is a little more realistic and better, you uh, you came in with the fifth seed against the fourth seed. It's already wrapped up. Uh, tonight's score does not matter. You both have completed your play, and you lost by a score of 139 to 120. So you're out of the playoffs. I'm out of that playoffs. I was in another game where I was playing. I was the fifth seed playing the fourth seed, and it was it was, it was the, like the Cubs playing because uh, this was the last week of the season. If I beat this guy, I would have went on in the playoffs. I would have been one of the four men in the playoffs. I had Gurley. Oh, that's the one you traded for for Gurley. I needed Gurley to come up big late, and uh, we all know what Gurley did. So oh, my God. Kicked out of that game. Did you go after Gurley? Yeah, a little bit. Did you know that he was going to be up against the Bears in week one of the playoffs? I, I Well, this wasn't the playoffs. This was the last week of the season. I figured I would actually get in the playoffs oh, okay. prior to this. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I dropped, I dropped a bunch of games late, and I had no receivers. I had zero receivers. My two receivers put up four points. Jeez. So I had no chance. Yeah, the kid who beat me, though, is such a fucking, like, trash talker. Really? Like, uh, disgustingly so. Like, not even a g- in a good way. Okay. I'm sorry. So, I was really disappointed. Yeah. Disappointed. Nice like- kid. I mean, outside of the fantasy football. Seems like a hell of a guy, but. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Jeez. And then, so the only, so then in, in uh, Keegan's league, that's the only league I'm alive left in. Okay. And which, I am. Which the, you've been dominating. I, I am the clear favorite in that. I get a buy. I couldn't yep. even set a lineup this week. Right. <clears throat> That's all right, though. Well, congratulations on your buy. So you'd rather have a buy than three points? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you earned it. <laughs> earned it. So you're okay with one earned advantage, but not another? I don't know. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Good morning, Madhouse in here. So what else? I love it. Well, congratulations to uh, Evil and Sonata. Uh-oh. They have uh, captured the uh, heavyweight tag team uh, titles. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah the, the uh, World Tag League just ended. They beat the Gorillas of Destiny, okay. uh, the Haku's Kids. All right. Uh, the Real Bullet Club. Yep. And, uh, yeah. You've got to be getting a little excited because uh, the season is upon us. Uh, we're getting down... Under a month, and the final card has been set for Wrestle Kingdom 13. Yeah, WrestleMania is coming up. I mean, you got the uh, Royal Rumble it's setting their up their version Mania. of uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, here's a card so far. You it, great Kota Bushi took out Goto. I think I heard that it's the final card. Yeah, this is the final card. Okay, Go uh, the Kota Bushi beat Goto to win the Neverweight title. So Obushi okay. finally has a title. He's the Neverweight champion, wow. and Will Osprey beat, um, I can't think of the cat's name, but he's basically the Miz. Okay. Who, uh, for the number one contendership, and so after the match, Will Ospreay, the greatest lightweight flippy wrestler, challenged the other greatest lightweight flippy wrestler in Kota Ibushi, the gold standard, for the okay. Nevermore title. So that's the match that's going to steal the show. All right. That sounds good. And then you have uh, Suzuki Gun, Suzuki Goon, uh, going up against Rapungi 3K. Versus the uh, Los Ingobernables de, de Japan. 
Japan. Mm-hmm. I say I can't. I can't say it. Um, with uh, Shingo, Shingo and Bushi representing uh, Lij, and then uh, Sho and Yo and Rapungi and uh, Kanemura and El Desperado for Suzuki Goon. Uh, Ishii's taking on Zack Saber Jr. Ishii, of course, the big the stone pit bull. He's a fighter. He's a brawler. Yeah. yeah. And Zack Saber Jr. is the the great submission expert who can uh, turn anything into a submission hold. Um, not as excited for that match. Could be good though. You do have the Gorillas of Destiny getting the rematch. Oh, did they win that tournament? I fell asleep. They're listed here as the champions. No, maybe they did. Oh, maybe, I guess they did. There you go. So Tama Tamaloga, um, the the Gorillas of Destiny, they're the champions. Uh, Lij is going to get a rematch. Uh, that's uh, Sonata and Evil, and then uh, the Young Bucks, uh, Matt Jackson and Nicka Jackson, yeah, are going to be going ahead and uh, going for those uh, heavyweight titles. Okay. Cody's taking on Juice Robbins for the U.S. title. Uh huh. Kushida versus uh, Taji Ishimura uh, for the lightweight title. And who? Uh... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll let you get there. You'd like Kushida. Okay. He dresses like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. Oh, money. And he comes out. One year he came out in a DeLorean. I'm sold. He's known as the Time Splitter. Okay. Uh, Kazuchika Okada is finally getting his hands on the switchblade, Jay White, who destroyed uh, the, their sta- the stable chaos, threw chaos uh, into chaos, yep. and took over as uh, the Bullet Club villain mm-hmm. and restored the, the Bullet Club as bad guys. Chris Adetico, uh as the champion, the Intercontinental Champion, going up against uh, Tetsuya Naito okay. in the rematch. That should be exciting. Yep. And then the great Kenny Omega, the world champion, going up against... Uh, Tanahashi, the once-in-a-generation talent. Against Tanahashi? Tanahashi. Tanahashi. That's who he's defending the heavyweight Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's terrible, Clark. It tastes like shit. Absolute garbage. I do this on the show about once once a quarter. Yeah? Terrible, right? Yeah. Somebody gave me for my birthday, uh, Eric gave me, a Warhead Super Sour Spray Candy. You just spray the shit in your mouth, and it has... It's just it's horrid. Like there's no sweetness to it. It's why just would like anyone this, do this? A, a horrible chemically flavored. Oh, that's ridiculous. Why? Why terrible who makes this? I don't even understand. You know, eat an apple for God's sakes. Did they get it wrong? I think I want to try it one more time just to make sure. I love it. <laughs> so it, it says made in USA. Plastics made in China. So I think the ingredients were made here. That's some deductive reasoning. Oh, my God. So, following through this. See, I have some of that now. Let me see how this plays out in your mind. The chemical is made in the U.S. Yeah. Now, the container it comes in is made in China. How do you think they do that? Well, I think the container comes here, and then they fill it. Very good. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It probably wouldn't make sense to send the chemical to China <laughs> no, to fill it and then send them back. Is that so, what you thought they were doing? I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe it is more cost efficient. Oh, my goodness. What if they send it there in? A different container? No, like a bag, uh, like a liquid, a bag full of liquids. Or one of those tanker trucks full of uh, bad spray. Oh, my gosh. I don't even understand this stuff. Um, here's a question for you. Last year, you were in Tokyo. I was. I was for Wrestle Kingdom, uh, and this year, this year you're going to be watching it from the comfort of your own home. 
I'm trying together. to figure that out. I know a dude who knows a dude who has a bar. Okay. And I'm maybe ask like, hey, what if I got like 30, 30 people for a private party after hours? Do you think you can do 30 people? I don't know. I mean, that's it's like Sunday morning at uh, it might be Saturday night, Sunday 4 morning, four a.m. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not going to be easy, but these these idiots who uh, like soccer figure it out. Yeah, they do. You know, you get a bunch of uh, dopes together watching a soccer match. Yeah, but I think more of those start around like nine a.m. at least, right? No, no, they, some of those start. I mean, they, they have those games Six in Tokyo seven. too. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that means that the Rice Bowl is coming up. As well, it does. Yes, the Tokyo American Football Championships. Because the night before Wrestle Kingdom at Tokyo Dome, you saw outside they had a sign up for that. Right. We we went the day we should have gone a couple of days before the uh, Wrestle Kingdom. We decided to go to the Tokyo Dome just to figure out how to get there. Sure. And uh, as we were there, we saw something was going on, and we look, and there's American football. Unbelievable. And it was the championship called the Rice Bowl. And we later found out that it's the Pro League champion. Versus, like, the college league champion is what it is. And it, it's big enough that they play it at the Tokyo Dome. I mean, I don't know if they're selling the place out or anything, but that's pretty impressive. Let's see here. It started in 1984. It's always January 3rd. Okay. The first one was January 3rd, 1984. The renowned Rovers won it. Wow. And it was played in National Stadium for the score of 29-28. They beat the college team from Kyoto. Wow. Last year, the Fujusi Frontiers uh, beat the college team from Nihon 9-37. So it was a blowout. Yeah. And uh, that was the 71st time the game had been played. And it was in in the Tokyo Dome in front of 34,000 people. Okay. And how many people were at Wrestle Kingdom at Tokyo Dome? I'd say about 30,000. Okay. So it, it was sold out. Pretty close. I think the Tokyo Dome holds like 70,000. Oh, okay. Okay. So Wrestle Kingdom doesn't sell out Tokyo Dome? Uh, the attendance for the Tokyo Dome was 43,000 total and uh, 34,000 paid. Okay. All right. Which means they let 10,000 people in free. What? How, how did I get on that uh, trip? No, you uh, had to go to a 7-Eleven. They, they put me in the hardware store, Clark, please. They put me in the... Uh, uh, the Gaijin section with all the other uh, gringos. Oh, they did? And some loudmouth Texan behind me. Hey, look at them, they're Japanese wrestlers. Ah, this is great, Margaret. You watching this? They're flipping. What do you mean your impersonations aren't great? Well, uh, dialects are fine. Impersonations aren't. I'm fine with dialects. Dialects? You're good with, huh? Yeah. Like, like, like. You're f- those are good. You're good with those. Where's this from? Where you, where, where you, think, where you think this one's going to go now now? Uh, that sounds a little Louisiana to me. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go down in the bayou, man. I'll go oh, the bayou, bayou well. What about, uh, can you go a New York cop? Hey, pal. Huh? What you doing walking down them streets? Now, is that a New York cop or is that a specific New York cop that See, you're thinking of in your head? Well, New York is too close to, to I mean, Andy Sipowitz would be like, hey, pal. Hey, get over here, huh? Yeah, because Andy Sibowitz, the actor, is from Chicago, so his New right. York accent was very Chicago. Right, of course, it was a Chicago accent, basically. Man, I want to get an Obic. What, which one would you rather have a hat from? 
Oh, there's a couple. These these are uh, teams that have uh, won the X League title in uh, the Tokyo Dome. They've been doing it in the Tokyo Dome since 91. Would you rather have a hat for the Panasonic Impulse? Ooh. The Ashi Beer Silver Stars. The Ashi Beer Silver Stars? Yeah, Ashi's like Budweiser. So uh, it's just, that's well, going to be a pretty popular one. The Facebook feed has gone. Yeah. All right, well, that's fine. No, yeah. that. The app crashed. The Matsushito Electric Workers Impulse. Ooh, that one's probably the one I'd like. But don't I, don't I need to see these hats or no? The Ashi Soft Drink Challengers. Yes, sign me up. You I like the their, soft drinks I, over I the, uh, the Bear Silver Stars? Give me one of each. And then the uh, Kashima Deers. I kind of like the Deers hat. Okay. Give Which me the Deers. I'll take the Deers. I'm going to look up their logo. Their logo. When I said that, like, it's an evil villain. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know what else there is to say. I feel like uh, things are running down here. Uh, I'm running out of steam. Like we're coming to the end here? Well, it's actually a pretty cool logo. Well, we'll send back on to Facebook Live just in time to say sayonara. It's a, uh, it's like the deer antlers. The simulcast had been ended out. With a shield behind it with their colors. Look, look at that. That's not bad. No, I like that a lot. I'm I'm a big fan. That sounds like a plan. Now let's throw that in the Facebook feed, right? Is that how that? Oh, the Facebook's no longer, so I don't need to. Wait, we don't have Facebook anymore. I thought you said there's no Facebook. Oh, the yeah, the Facebook feed. It's not coming back. Like there's something going on with the uh, internet. All right. Well, I believe. You know, we can we can uh, sign off so you can figure it out. And then, uh, let me see that well, soft drink. Then we'll try to do this again next week. Yeah, okay. let's see the soft drink one. I mean, do they really have a logo? I, you would think. Uh, I would think. Dude, my fingers keep hitting the button when I'm doing my uh, DraftKings work, and I don't know how to turn it off, where it starts reading everything on the page. Uh-huh. Great. And, oh, it's oh, a that's nightmare. Perfect. What if you had bad eyesight? You'd really enjoy that. Yeah, but I don't, Clark. That's the point. It's not that How I, good is your eyesight? Uh, it's Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, average. Their logo sucks. I think mine's a little better than average. The soft drink challengers is a C with the C is a fist. It's a fist, yeah. It's kind of like I'm a not, wave. I'm not a fan. No, not no. at all. No. And that's a C and then it still says challengers inside it. Right. right. With a sense. C. It, like yeah. The C should be used There's as a multiple C. C's involved. Yeah. Did you see that Milwaukee Bucks uh shirt that I sent you that was like a bullet club? <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was a fan-made one. And it was a knockoff of the uh, Young Bucks. Yeah, exactly. One of their shirts. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. I uh, I would buy that if I was a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Nah, I may buy it anyway. You would. Yes, sir. You would. Well, I yeah, don't know. I'm pretty sure Awkward. that we covered it all. What else is there to say? You got any, anything going on? Uh, oh, we're coming down here. I got a new trash can. Yep. The old one. So the old one was, was rubber, and you had to push down, pop it open. And I hadn't taken the best care of it. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, the shit spilled inside it. And once a year, I would take it outside and hose it down. Oh, this is good. That's so good this thing. one has a scent odor on top. It's got a filter. Really? And it has, uh, you step on it, and the lid opens. Where the other one, you had to touch. And the problem I was having with the other one is I'd be cooking, 
and I wouldn't want to touch my garbage can because my hands were clean as I'm yeah, cooking. Exactly. But it, I had to throw it out, so I would just put it, and I don't have any counter space. Why I, The foot one's perfect for you, Al. Why, why haven't you? I mean, I was, over at, I was over at Patrick's on Thanksgiving, and I saw he had a technology can. Yeah, he did. And I was impressed with his technology can, and I was in the market for a garbage can, so I went, I went uh, uh, looking, and I saw, I saw the one he had, and I like it, but I think it's just too much technology for my garbage. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't mind the foot pedal. It messes me up. Like, I, I rub my hands over those, and it, it won't go, and then I go to go back, and then it hits my hand. It's like, son of a bitch. Yeah, he was like saying that. he was having problems, uh, you know, sometimes it would go off in the middle of the night. Really? You know, he'd was walk that, by it, and his hand would pass by it. Was that a big problem for him? I don't know if it was a big problem, but just be like, all of a sudden you're walking by, and uh, there's uh, electronics are happening. We did, we did get Facebook Live back up for a second, but uh, here for our, for a big wrap-up tonight. All right, well, uh, I think I've said everything I need to say. I've, I've, covered, I've covered most things, Al. Uh, thank you for the uh, for the work that you've done with the uh, with the Facebook page. You've really yeah, Clark. It's about time you start pulling you your really own weight. Really boosted our reachability there. And not only what is pulling my weight? Am I supposed to hit three hundred k views here? I did it. Get out of here. I put no effort into it. And I Get did it, out of here. You're, oh, you son of a Jesus. bitch. Jesus, you uh, you son of a bitch. You're I'm out. There. I'm done. This is well, how this, this shows whole thing over started. Tonight. By no, the way, this shows over. He tonight. texts me one morning with some emoji of him talking. Yeah, from the new. The new iPhone 10, it does these stupid, these stupid emojis that and, talk. And I thought it was actually kind of funny. So I went ahead and I uh, I found a better way of doing it where I could do uh, celebrity You found a stuff. better way of doing it. I like how you put that. Yeah. And then so I started using I thought, well, this is funny. I started using with everything like I tend to do. I started all my friends, instead of sending texts, I'd send voices yeah. of different characters and such. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, let me do this McCarthy thing. I make the thing. And next thing you know, we have uh, 300,000 plus views, and our page uh, likes have doubled. Yeah. You know how that happened, Clark? How did that happen? I individually invited every single person who liked our thing. No, I've invited quite a few of them, I too. feel like I did all the work on that. And a lot of people like it without us having to invite them. I don't know how I feel about that, inviting all of them. I think when you have a once-in-a-lifetime thing where you strike gold and you get a bunch of likes, you yeah. take advantage of it and you I don't agree. let it glow, Clark. I Come agree. on. I mean, I what do you mean you don't? Being goofy over there. I'm with you. Smoking that gold man stick. Sure. Your poop stick. Dad stick. Your dad stick. Hey, pal. Smoking poop sticks. Well, I think I've covered it all. Or all that's needed to be covered. Yeah. Uh, Put more who, effort who do you in. Like, who do you like in the Bears-Packers? What, what's your score here? I am taking the Chicago Bears with a score of uh, 17 to uh, 34. 34-17 Bears. I think the, the Packers are going to score 20, and the Bears will score 22. 22 to 20. Bears. Let's see. Will that will that racket wrap? Well, I guess it probably does. It depend what Minnesota does tonight. If a Bears win, could wrap up the division next week. Uh no. I think we still. Uh, I think if they lose, I think it would still come down to that Packer game. If we win the Packer game and they lose tonight, I think we we pull ahead. Okay. Or we're guaranteed to pull to win it if we beat them. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, thank you, you, the Larcher Lawrence and Live at the Sports Attic listener, for listening in tonight. Thank you. you know, a lot of you have found us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Tune in pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Find us there. We always broadcast the show simulcast 
We do it live, Monday nights at 7 o'clock on Blog Talk Radio and Facebook Live. Thank you all for listening. My partner, Al Archer, do you have anything to say here? Oh, one uh, more thing. To wrap this up. Oh, we're still, yeah. Dynamite Kid died over the week. Rest in peace. And I I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about Dynamite Kid. Do you remember Dynamite Kid? I remember him as the uh, one half of the British Bulldogs. That's all I remember him as as well. And uh, I went ahead and I got to see some. So there was a time when wrestling was very much all about a magazine. Right. You know, you would get a magazine, you would read about things. Well, everybody in in the... uh, his late 80s, early 90s, was reading about Dynamite Kid. And mm-hmm. this is right around the time VCRs and tape trading started. And that's how you, you found out about other wrestling, was tape trading. And I wasn't a member of the tape trading community, so I, I didn't partake. But there was always talk of, man, you got to see these matches between Tiger Mask and the Dynamite Kid. Wow. Now, the Dynamite Kid became... What is today's wrestling? He was fighting for that style. The stuff you see on the indies. The stuff the Young Bucks do. Yeah. That flippy style, that, that fast-paced, hard-hitting style was started with the Dynamite Kid. And you go back and you watch these matches. I posted one on our Facebook page. Okay. It's free. It's, it's from New Japan. And uh, it's one of those two guys. It's only like a 12-minute match. You'll see. You'll be like, oh, my God, this is the stuff they do now. Okay. But only this is like 1982. Like, this is, this is early 80s. Yeah. And they're doing it. Uh, this Dynamite Kid was one of the revolutionary forces in changing the, the perception of wrestling from just being slow oh, guys punching each other oh, to action-intensive wrestling. And he gave up his body in the process. His finisher was a, a headbutt off the top rope. Jesus. Now, his style was completely taken by another wrestler you know from the 90s. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit who also used that headbutt dive as his finisher. Yeah. Both of them, lives ended tragic because they both got concussion after concussion after concussion. Dynamite Kid took a lot of uh, uh, painkillers. He, he did a lot of uh, damage to his body, uh, tried to get bigger, and, uh, and he, wasn't, he wasn't a good guy. He wasn't a well-liked man in the locker room. As a matter of fact, he was very much aided. Really? Yeah, nobody, nobody who worked with him have, has anything nice to say about him. He did, however, as a performer, uh, change the way things. And by other, by people who looked up to him, he was well respected for his style in the ring. What What was Davy Boy Smith's? What was their relationship like? Anything? I think they had a falling out, and I don't think they spoke in okay. the last like decade. I okay. could be wrong on that. Um, okay, but I I didn't realize that he had so many concussions from from wrestling. Like, well, like he was he, in a wheelchair by the time he was forty. Jesus. Yeah. And now he's dead by 60. Um, he, he wrote he wrote a couple books, um, you know, basically bitching about uh, uh, everybody in the wrestling business and, and you know, um, how, how horrible it was. I mean, he was a very bitter man. Yeah. He was a very bitter man. Uh, there's an article from uh, Sean Sapp at Wrestling Inc., uh, Dana Hart Smith talks about rift between Davy Boy and Dynamite Kid. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was there. There, there was stuff there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I, thank you for letting me in a little bit more on that story. Watch that. Watch, just go, go watch that. It's a 12 minute match. Okay. It's in Japanese. If Japanese offends you, mute it. It's yeah. a uh, wonderful match, and you will, you will be impressed by what they do. All right. Well, that's it. 
Unless you got something. Well, somebody's joined the Facebook Live feed and they, they asked, hey, let me buy that beanie baby. Your bear's beanie baby. Like, are, are we gonna be a? Yeah, yeah. How, are we gonna be a show here? How like, much? I don't know. How much? Are, are we going? I will throw in. Maybe the real money on this show is going like a QVC. Maybe that's what we are. And is that an? Did NWO? they say how much they want to pay for it? Wondering if it's an NWO. I, they haven't yet. Like, it's not an we NWO. Talk later. That was from. That's a Buffalo Wild Wings can koozie. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, they were sponsors at the uh, the All In uh, Starcast. Uh, so they, they handed those out. Yeah. And then I think those hats are worth something. It's new wing order, Al. The new wing really order. like that. God. Uh, yeah. So, yes. Very close, though. And we, we can discuss this week or next. Figure out the, the pricing structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll figure that out. Honestly, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now a secret. I bought that Beanie Baby at Jewel about two weeks ago. So if you really want one, go to Jewel. Hey, Jewel has a great selection guy. of stuffed animals. Oh my gosh. They from small to large. Oh my They kid, got you service. My kid got a a life size stuffed animal dog from you, Al. Yeah, Merry Christmas. That's her Christmas present. Oh That's for goodness. Hazel. The other one doesn't get a Christmas present. Uh she's too young. She doesn't know yeah. any better. I so I refused to buy her a Christmas present. She got a present when she was born. That was a, the, the that was her gift for the year. Wow. Yeah. You know I you, wish I wish that that would would have been a Batman NWO koozie, like a Batman style NWO koozie. Like I get, I get cool. why he asked. Like it, it's close. Like from the view that he had of it, that's what it looks like. Oh yeah, even the coloring is very Batman. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the music's even like Michael Keaton it. Batman. Like Vicky Vale. Yeah, the good, the good Batman. Oh wow, better than Bale. I'm a Michael Who's Keaton better? guy. Yeah, Michael Keaton better too. than Bale. Absolutely. I feel like that's not the popular opinion. Well, people are slow. You know, they're not the smartest <laughs> with uh, their line of thinking in the Batman world. Fuck your squares. Yeah, fuck your squares. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. We'll uh, we'll grab you on the uh, on the next week. Why you can't grab people now, grab Clark? You on the next that's week. how Me Too thing happens. That can't be something. Uh, drive fast, take chances, and remember. Uh, Leave a little bit early. Leave some time to get to the place you're going. Don't don't be in such a hurry. You're really sticking with this thing, huh? What's that? The, no, uh, the, no. This time I'm saying leave early. Safety so thing. Leave early so you don't have to drive so fast. What happens if somebody crashes because they take your advice? What if officers? What stick- if they're like, oh, I'm going to leave early. I'm going to drive slow, and then they get in an accident, and they're, I'm, I'm at fault for telling them to try to drive safely? What if that dildo, Officer Six Larkin, shows up on your uh, door? Why do you hate Larkin? I don't like Larkin. Of course, we're talking about live PD. Do you have a- he's, very, he, he's just a... I feel like he's there just for the TV. You're a big enough fan of that show now that you're leaving Facebook posts on. It's fantastic. Yeah, I like yeah. it. All right, well, happy uh, D-Box. Merry Christmas, and we'll catch you next week. We'll be here next week. We'll be here doing another show, drinking a beer. We probably won't do a Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas. Oh, we're not? I don't know. We can discuss. I'll, I'll ask my wife.
Cheers. Good night. Christmas is here. The bears playing defense well. Everybody cheers. Bears, bears, bears. Christmas, 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 Christmas. Bells, bells, bells. Trees, trees.